0: friends and frenemies welcome back to we love lucy i'm allison werma i'm corinne eckhart and i'm molly lyons this week we are joined by the
1: very funny
0: daniel calvert
1: hey! hey
0: guys <laughs> hi daniel
1: how's it going good
0: Get it going how yeah. are you
1: i'm good like on a scale of one to ten what number would you feel like today oh man um I had ramen for lunch and it was really good. So I'm probably at a nine. Mm -hmm. Mm I probably had a healthy nine. So, hey, Danielle, who are you? What do you do? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I live in uh, Glendale, moving to Burbank. (laughs) (laughs) Most important facts about me. Glad you have covered that. Glad you know. Um, Yeah, I uh, work as a script coordinator sometimes on kids' shows. and a writer
0: uh, on occasion?
1: Yes, I've written... A one episode of television which Woo! was pretty exciting yes, and yeah. then I uh hang out with my cats a lot it's pretty much my life oh man, it's it a good life <laughs> yeah <That's so> <laughs> cool who is the first woman you remember seeing on tv I think I can't remember her name she died maybe like a year or two ago she's a black woman with like short curlyish hair on PBS okay. she's a newscaster and I would always remember seeing her on TV when we were rewinding our Disney VHSs. Oh. <laughs> Gwen. Gwen Eiffel? Gwen Eiffel. She's, like, classic. So shout-out to the, the late, great Gwen Eiffel. Gwen.
0: We talked about Disney, so maybe we'll d- dive into that, but what shows or characters are most in line with your comedic sensibility?
1: I think I like goofy stuff, and then I like the more real stuff. So on the goofy side... There's this show on Comedy Central that I don't think anybody watches called Detroiters, and it's oh. the silliest. It's so silly. It's these two like dumb adult men who one <laughs> all <of> men, <laughs> am I right? Yeah. <laughs> one of them has inherited his dad, his dad's <laughs> advertising business in Detroit. I think his dad is in a coma. Sure. And so he's taken over this advertising business and is terrible at it. And he and his best friend, who's played by Sam Richardson, I think, from Veep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. He and his best friend, like, are just idiots and, like, do dumb shit. And it's really funny.
0: Great. So that's on one end. Mm -hmm.
1: That's on one end. And then my most recent favorite is Fleabag. (gasps) Uh, Love Fleabag. Fleabag. Yeah, where it's, like, a very real... Comedy coming from, like, oh, I know that person in real life. Mm-hmm. Totally. I like that a lot, too. Excellent. Cool. Yeah.
0: So what is your relationship to I Love Lucy? Have you watched an episode before today? How many? When?
1: All right. Why? How? <laughs> I remember when I told my parents or my grandparents, I forget which, that I wanted to, like, write comedy stuff. It was my grandpa. He gave me a, like legends of female legends of comedy book which yeah which was a lot of lucy that era comedians i think i'd seen like an episode or two before and then on the that's so raven sequel thing that i was working on that's sort of the style of humor that she always wanted to go for where you like build to a big gaggy scene Mm -hmm. a lot of reaction humor and stuff like that so we watched a couple episodes as reference when we were coming up with other stories. Raven is kind of a modern Lucy. Yeah. That is her idol, I think.
0: Cool. Yeah, she's. I feel like she would always do, like, the look, and Mm -hmm. um, she's pretty physical, too, Mm -hmm. huh? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's something we talk about pretty often of, like, who is doing that kind of slapstick now as women in television. It's not as common.
1: Well, it's interesting, like, you watch the show, and it feels dated because it's black and white, and it feels dated because it's very, like, husband-wife relationship type stuff. But the comedy is still relevant. It's f- still funny when people beat each other with pillows. Like, that's funny. <laughs> like, I'm just never not going to laugh at that. <laughs> classic. It's a
0: classic. Do you remember, so you have seen it before. Mm-hmm. What were your first impressions of the show?
1: My first impressions of the show, I just remember the, like, man, that thing. <laughs> like, that. So it just being, like, a silly, I thought it was very funny when I was a kid. And then, uh, yeah, I. Even now, I think it's, like, very funny.
0: Cool. Agreed. Um, Correct answer. Mm -hmm. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, No, I don't think the show is actually (laughs) I think it's drama. I think it's a tragedy. (laughs) The tragedy of Fred
2: Martz. The tragedy of Fred and his pants. (laughs) Oh,
1: no.
0: Those pants. The ongoing saga. (laughs) Do you identify as a Fred, Lucy, Ethel, or Ricky?
1: I think I'm probably... mm, I don't know. I think I want to be a Lucy, but I'm an Ethel. That's
0: what everyone...
1: Yeah. says it's Oh, like, really?
0: Yeah. ever Everyone's always like, "I want to say I'm a Lucy, but I think I'm actually an Ethel." That's I feel like the,
1: we've all, the been, we get. we've all been we've all been Ethel to another Lucy. Yeah, yeah. I think there are. I moments... think that's like a female relationship
0: totally. that you always have. How how would you say women are being depicted on screen today? What are things that you see in terms of depictions of women now,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: how different is that from what we saw on
1: Lucy's show? I think. Let's see. Well, I feel like women on lucy are very much depicted like children but that's kind of like the whole like the guys are also like depicted sort of silly and then i think today i think women are depicted as like to be an interesting woman you have to be a sexual woman that's my big complaint about how women are portrayed interesting um your sexuality is tied to like, your womanhood, which is cool, but like, I feel like that's all that you see. You have to see that side of a woman or you don't understand her as a character, whereas you don't have to do that with a man. Um, I think that's very true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. never thought about it that way. Hard-hitting insights. From
1: but I think Ms. it comes Robert. from, like, a good place. I think it's people trying to be like, oh, look, we can... Right. Show, like, a complicated character on TV. It's a, something of an
0: overcorrection, where it's, yes. like, we used to have nothing, and now we've just, like, leaned on this a little yeah. too hard. <laughs> well, I guess you're, you've already answered the next question. She's ahead of it. Yeah, she
1: But, like, what do you wish you saw more of in terms of women's depiction, or less of? I'm fine with how women are depicted overall. I feel like there's so much TV that there's so much variety. I mean, I would love the show where it's women, and it's never, like, about how they're women, but <laughs> that's also sort of a dumb approach. I enjoy seeing shows like Orphan Black where mm-hmm. you have it's impressive to see the character and the actress portray stuff. Like it's nice to see and like big little eyes I really like too. Yes. Like you have like very multi dimensional female character, just like every show should have multi dimensional characters, I guess. Agreed. It's nice to see ladies doing that too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, uh, final question from our
1: interview portion. Um Do you have a modern pitch for an I Love Lucy reboot? I was thinking when I was watching one thing that's so much fun about the show and I've also been watching a lot of Laverne and Shirley is that they're neighbors. They're friends and neighbors but then they have the power dynamic where the person that owns the building and then Lucy. But I feel like You could do that with RAs, and you could set it in a college dorm setting, and it could be pretty cute. Ethel's her RA. Oh my gosh. Right? Because it's a fun dynamic between them with, like, the power that Uh one has over them, but they're both just little kids being dumb, and that's what college students are as well. That's what everybody is, I guess. like, torn
0: between, like, you know, being a good RA and uh, having shit as well, or, like, just being part of the hijinks and having friends. Yeah. Especially in this episode. Mm -hmm. And Ricky's in a fraternity, which is a band. Yeah band fraternity. She wants to go play a music in fraternity. The oh, okay. She wants to go play in the band, and it's like you can't be in the band. You can't join our frat, yeah, because yeah. you're a girl, bro. Bro. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. And Fred is like trying
1: to get a bid, but he can't. Yeah, he's he trying
0: so hard.
1: But he's also like a seven-year senior. Like <laughs> you. <laughs>
2: Yes, I like this pitch. We're going to talk about Lucy Hires a Maid. It aired April 27th, 1953.
0: When Lucy needs (laughs) help with the baby and housekeeping, she hires a maid who turns out to be more than a little domineering. So here's my biggest note about this episode. There is a baby. (laughs) Yes, me too. That was my favorite fa- note. Favorite part of the episode was when we got to meet the baby.
2: We this is the first time we've seen the actual baby child. He's
0: moved home. Yeah, first yeah. time seeing
2: him in the mm-hmm. home. Moving home after graduating from
1: college. <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs>
0: yeah. Again,
2: babies cast way
1: older than they actually <laughs> should be. <laughs> that baby was definitely not a newborn. <laughs> I, know. I can tell. No. <laughs> it's a
0: valid note
2: it was a big baby it's a big baby It's
0: cute though yeah really
2: cute so are Lucy and Ricky wearing matching PJ sets oh, yes
0: favorite <laughs> yes
2: that was great
0: I respect it I really do if like my life partner he better be ready to wear matching pajamas or like sorry
2: I feel like wow. modern men don't really wear full pajama sets but they should.
0: If you are a modern man who wears full (laughs) pajama sets, you know how to find us. (laughs) But yeah, so they were in the same PJs, which is super cute. Also, (laughs) I had another note, which is Lucy has three pillows on her twin bed. (laughs) It was like two feet.
2: You have only two (laughs) pillows on your bed?
0: I mean, okay, no. I mean, when I'm sleeping. Right. Two
2: underneath Yeah, but I have
0: two, like head pillows and then i have two ones in front of it and then i have two euro pillows right? and then i have two more and then i have another one Yep, yep i yep. was going to say
2: <laughs> yeah. so about 10 you don't even have 10 you don't no. have two you no. have 10
0: but like she had like th- those are sleeping pillows those aren't decorative pillows also i have 10 pillows
1: as well <laughs> correct also me
0: something because i am an old woman now she may be dealing with acid reflux if you if you have acid you need to prop up your head while you're sleeping what you can't be lying flat because then you're burning up your whole body. So you have to sleep sitting up. I've been trying. It's really hard. But I think because she's a 42-year-old woman, maybe she's trying to take care of herself. We learned about the childcare situation. He sleeps or doesn't sleep very often mm-hmm. in their room. And he cries a lot because he's a baby. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. keeping Lucy up. It's mm-hmm. not working out so well for Lucy. Yeah.
2: And the baby's sleeping on his back. Is that good? I don't know. I think it's, the back is back to being good now. Oh right, because wasn't it? Well, but wasn't the belly the bad news? Because like, the belly's bad, I think, as of late, because mm-hmm. they can choke. Yeah, yeah, I
0: think. Yeah, I think now it's back. My nephew, I think, sleeps on his back. I have a 6 well, and then they oh, swaddle gosh. them so they can't roll over, right? Because babies prefer their bellies. Same.
1: Me too. Yeah, um, me too. Really? How do you sleep? I sleep like a dead person. <laughs> <laughs> I literally cross my hands and place them on no, my chest. I yes. got some <laughs> flowers,
0: put hands. <laughs> I sometimes do that too, or like, like a you expect night. all your family to <laughs> proceed by
1: you yeah.
2: and say goodnight. I only
1: sleep someone's <laughs> weeping over my body.
2: How was Lucy sleeping in this episode? I don't even remember. She's on she outside. was side. Oh, because they were facing opposite. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's oh, oh, you're right. <laughs> so they're facing away from each other, which is so weird because they love each other. Yeah, the whole point of pushing <laughs> the beds together is they, I feel like they like to like cuddle.
0: So they talk about splitting up the duties, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And Ricky's like, "Well, you're the mother, so I know you got to get up for the night feedings. You got to get up and change the diaper. Like you take her in the house and the baby." In 2017, that's so uncool. Well, and it, mm-hmm. it was funny because they started off being super feminist because she was the one who brought it up. She's like, "Okay, well, we need to get in bed, but if he wakes up, like, you have to help me because I haven't slept in days or whatever." And he's like, "Well, yeah, uh-huh, whatever. We're going to bed, but I'm not gonna help." So the fact that she's standing up for herself and being like, I really need your help with this. I was like, oh, that's a super yeah. progressive move that she even suggests that. And then he's like, well, of course not. Ha <laughs> hilarious. We're going to sleep and you'll take care of <laughs> it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we were at such a peak. And then all of it was oh. like downhill from there on that.
2: Point. i really liked lucy's lines at this point mm-hmm. when she's like oh you're gonna tell me the rules now after the game has already begun mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. she's like
0: i'll be the father for the next baby yeah <laughs> uh-huh.
2: <laughs> which was so gr- wonderful
0: she's like i'll go be in the show you can take care of the baby yeah like kind of the dream yeah it was so powerful in the beginning and then no
1: <laughs> and then we lost the thread of that i wonder like at the time, if it was a thing where you laughed because "haha, that's the man and that's the woman," or you laughed because, like, "oh, Ricky's being a dick," I would like to think it's that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah,
0: part of me thinks there's sometimes people laughing and being like, "haha, that lady wants a job." Ridiculous. Yeah, right. <laughs> a man changing a diaper—he
1: <laughs> well, doesn't he know did- how. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He doesn't even clean up after his own shit. <laughs> it's madness. Um,
2: well, she she does get him to agree that whoever hears the baby first has to take care of the baby. Mm-hmm. And once that happened, I could, like, basically predict the next scene, which is mm-hmm. the two of them just pretending to both be asleep <laughs> until the baby is, like, literally screaming.
0: Well, <laughs> Ethel's already called child services. <laughs> Some people, that's just also, that's how they sleep train. Where, like, yeah. neither of them will get up. And I feel like that's something we've seen on sitcoms since, where it's, like, one parent can't handle, like, the sound of their kid crying, and the other parent is like, you have to let them cry it out. I'm passionate about sleep, and I just think everyone should sleep Oh, yeah, I would 100% sleep through that.
2: (laughs) I think I I literally could sleep through a baby crying. I think I could, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: can turn my alarm off three times in my sleep. (laughs) I can certainly sleep through a baby crying. Well, I mean, I am... I am living proof of that method of just sleeping through and your kids will figure it out. I slept through the night at six weeks old, which is apparently unheard of. Because yeah. my mom was just so tired that she's like, I had four kids under five. I think I just didn't hear you and you figured it out.
1: Like, <laughs> like ugh, poor Lucy. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and all by herself. Then she fell asleep over the crib. <laughs> I was like, is she smothering the baby In <laughs> you know, falling asleep in that position? It felt dangerous. I don't know if anybody else was worried. I felt... I was a little concerned. And then concerned that maybe the baby could only fall asleep because she was looking at him. <laughs> Which is how I sleep, only with people <laughs> observing me. closely. Yeah, was so like, that, that won't be good <laughs> for the future. It just signs up for a lifetime of, like, sleep experiments for the yeah. doctors watch it.
2: Yeah, I mean, then you get to the point where little Ricky's running into bed in the morning. Yeah,
0: it's a slippery slope.
2: It is a slippery slope.
0: But so, the next day, she... Well, they... So, Her one thing of fun is that she gets to play bridge with the Mertzes that night,
2: right? (laughs) Yeah. Once a week. Mm
0: -hmm. And she, Ricky's like, you're too tired, let's cancel. And he's just like, no! And then she falls (laughs) asleep putting the card table out. She's sleeping through this conversation where Ricky's like, maybe I'll get her a maid. Oh, that sounds lovely, you should do that. And then she wakes up and she goes, we've decided I'm getting you a maid. (laughs) And I'm like... Why was there a family meeting of, <laughs> that the Mertzes were invited to that Lucy was not conscious for? <laughs> and you guys all made a decision for Lucy. I just thought it was like a weird dynamic. Yeah, it was weird. They're also definitely in like a polyamorous four-way. <laughs> they do so many like weird things together. One of the things I thought was weird too, maybe it was just a joke. You don't usually joke about money like this. He's like, it'll be a, an expense, but I, I need to do this for Lucy. And then later, Ethel's like, "You owe me two months of rent," and I was like, "Yeah, they're not paying rent, but they're going to hire a, a maid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Living> large, Ricardo's." <laughs> no. I was
2: like, it
1: "Seemed like a very unrealistic choice." <laughs> <laughs> Correct.
2: Yeah, but um, you get and a test we- rabbit or something now and then fred says he'll he'll loan you ethel or whatever
0: farm I, oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually that cracks me up <laughs> you know that, like fred definitely wanted to be a pimp in a past life <laughs> <laughs> Take. <laughs> My take. He was like a French pimp, that <laughs> like around why I mean, he
1: in the Moulin Rouge times. I, do you think if they have a uninhabited apartment that he just leases it out for prostitutes? And so he sort of Yeah, he can like sort of live that dream. That's kind of his business model, I think.
0: <laughs> maybe Close that's takes like <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's who he's buying flowers for. Previous episode we see that he's a regular at the florist the, florist, <laughs> the florist, like, florist knows him yeah and we're like but he's not buying him for ethel like certainly not so like who's he buying flowers for oh, no.
2: it's like a ryan's roses episode <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love ryan's i episodes.
2: do too what's Ryan's i still roses? love it Ryan is this thing where he'll get a letter from somebody or someone will write in and be like you know i think my partner's cheating on me i found this evidence blah 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 and then Ryan Secret calls the guy is like hey we're flowers.
1: a new like flower shop in town and we want to send you promotional 12 free roses do you have somebody you'd like to send it to and what message would you like and so then the significant other sees who if they like send it to the person that they think they're cheating with or whether they send it to their actual Significant other. And then when it's going to, like, the person they're cheating with, then the significant other, like, starts talking on the phone. Like, uh-huh. How dare
0: you, Paul? <laughs> Sally? Really? <laughs> you said you were just
2: friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's really great and dramatic. It's so good. Honestly, maybe But also, if you're going to be cheating, pay for the person you're cheating Pay for the person you're cheating with's flowers, and then if you get offered free flowers, you should give them to your actual partner.
1: Yeah, but
2: no, Duh, like a every sorry. time.
1: <laughs>
0: the only problem with Duh. that is if you share banking, if they're like, "Why did you? Why did you buy? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's those true. for your
1: mom." Did you buy them for your Well, mom? look,
2: there are a lot of problems if you're going to cheat, I feel like.
1: <laughs> there are a lot of but issues. But at least you're a classy cheater who gets the person you're cheating with <laughs> well, flowers. That's right? oh, yeah. pretty nice. Yeah. So these aren't supermarket flowers.
0: <laughs> it's the thought that counts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, and also I love the moment when Ethel looks at Ricky and she's like, yeah, it isn't easy to take care of a baby. Like, I appreciated her supporting her friend in front of Ricky and her husband.
2: Yeah, it's like more than one person's full-time job like literally full-time 24 hours a day seven days a week it's more work than one person is capable of
0: yeah Mm -hmm. any person
2: so obviously ricky you should be helping
0: (laughs) also i feel like this episode was like one of the early examples in the long tv tradition of introducing a baby and then only having the baby be a part of the story when it was convenient yeah Mm -hmm. where it's like well we'll have a baby in this one scene sort of and then never really have the reality of a baby like at yeah
2: We were, we were looking for how the baby was going to play. How the baby's going to play bridge. How the baby's going to play. the Mercos <laughs> and the Ricardos. partner. This is our first episode with the baby in the house. And the baby is in the first scene and then we don't see the baby. It's just conveniently off screen. What's the baby doing? Oh, this is the game we were going to play. The baby is sleeping for part of it. And then I think the baby, you know, took a walk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the baby went to go
0: have a soda at the soda shop downstairs <laughs> I was going to get to know the neighborhood I was going to say froyo, but yours sounds more like yeah. period appropriate <laughs> The 1950s fro-yo shop I think the baby was interviewing the other maid applicants mm. Because Lucy ah. didn't get around to
2: it I mean we didn't see Fred a lot in this episode So maybe Fred took the baby to a baseball game
1: Correct. Because yes. he's
2: been waiting to do that. He just
1: put the baby in a baseball mitt and like talked <laughs> to him. Is it a boy baby or a girl
2: baby? It's little boy, Ricky boy baby.
1: Oh right, little Ricky. The uh,
0: other cameo for Little Ricky, Ricky was there was a mug with Little Ricky's name. I, I saw that say, Yeah. A caffeine drinker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little hot cocoa. I got a little, little mug. I would
1: love a Lucy mug because there was the Lucy yeah. mug too. Yeah. I want a little Ricky mug. <laughs> <laughs> little Ricky. You have to ask. You don't know. <laughs> You don't
2: know. If you have to ask, you don't know.
1: I'm the smartest woman alive.
0: <laughs> I just want to see someone say that dead serious to someone and have them be like, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, <laughs> I want to know. That a question.
2: Yeah, so Lucy's preparing breakfast, the baby's gone.
0: <laughs> the baby went baby went out. The baby <laughs> went,
2: went out. <to> death, baby cigarettes. <laughs> Never returns.
0: <laughs> Abused him, baby. Ricky's a little Ricky's a scumbag.
2: <laughs> and Ricky wants Lucy to interview more than one candidate to be the maid.
0: That's a it's pretty good ass, yeah. hmm well, and so I feel like they really played to the reality of what we know about Desi in real life, where Desi is a consummate businessman.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wants her to run the house like a business, which I feel like we've heard reference. I feel like that is how they describe how Emily Gilmore runs her house. Oh,
0: yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Like anyone who is kind of like a society woman who's got like philanthropic outlets and you know volunteer posts and coordinates staff and hosts events i feel like they always talk about it like the house is a business
0: mm. it's funny because like earlier in the episode like at the beginning of the episode she seems very direct and powerful and she like tells ricky what she wants and then as soon as she's told she has to do it she freaks out
2: mm-hmm.
0: which was confusing mm-hmm. to me where it's like oh you need to ask this woman If she's ever been a maid before. These are very basic questions.
2: (laughs) And she melts down. (laughs) What's going on? Well, part of using an agency is getting qualified candidates. But this is probably just like, you know, a maid service. It would be like handy today. I just liked when they were in the kitchen and the toast popped out and Lucy catches it and Ricky thinks one of the (laughs) qualifications the maid has to have is a catcher's mitt. (laughs) It's just so cute because I don't understand what's going wrong with the toaster and why it behaves that way. It always does that, yeah. But I just think that they've decided that's appropriate and leaned in.
0: Yeah. You know? This is the new normal.
2: And then he just thinks it's a part of the way she runs a house, I guess? We don't know if Lucy's a good cook. We only know that she is a cook. Well, Ricky doesn't look like he's starving. (laughs) Hey! Hey! fat shaming ricky shots fired <laughs>
0: fred is one thing but i feel like ricky is a whole
2: he's fine he's just not a skeleton guys
0: it's really it's the jackets he wears a very full jackets <laughs> to be real the zootsuit adds 15 pounds <laughs> true lucy's got an interview made so mrs porter comes over
2: yeah so when she's with ethel in the kitchen she's very confident judging ethel and after walking around her she goes huh or something judgy little judgy yeah and ethel's like uh i'm helping you you're welcome <laughs> did anyone else think that the job she described was a little bit crazy well 12 hours a day right she said come at eight and leave at 8 yeah and then what else did she say Oh. You have to work, you only get like half of Sunday
0: off. You work like most of the weekend, it sounds like. I'm sorry, to be a maid, how big, their apartment is not that big, right? It's oh. like three rooms. Like, what, what are can, they doing? What do you do all day? Like, well, there's a baby yeah.
1: pooping and things, so.
0: there's <laughs> <What>, in pieces? <laughs> On the floor? <laughs> I feel like they don't. On the floor, maybe. <laughs> specifically his diaper, but who's just say?
1: They don't really need someone to clean. They need someone to declutter. Because
2: yes.
0: she
1: just says so much stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I relate stuff. to
1: that. I relate
2: to having too many things. She
0: needs to Marie Kondo her
2: apartment. Yes. <laughs> she definitely has things to do. There's laundry, there's dishes. Right. They probably eat three meals a day from <laughs> all in the house.
1: I guess a lot of cooking.
2: Cooking would take a long time.
0: Food became the sticking point. This yeah. is what we learned later. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Mrs. Porter came in, hired herself essentially. <laughs> She's like, I'll take it. She's like, dress for the well, job. Well, she long.
2: decided. If she was going to take the job or not.
0: And what hours she would work and what days. She was astounded to find out they had a baby. Also (laughs) that they did not
2: have an automatic
0: dishwasher.
2: Which I didn't know that dishwashers existed back then. The more you know. But they also didn't have a dryer, which seemed crazy to me. So they washed the clothes and then she just hang dries everything. My neighbor is upstairs, hang dry stuff on
1: the
0: clothesline outside my building. Really? Mm -hmm. But not everything. No, but sometimes there's sports bras flapping in the wind. (laughs) But I'm a, I mean, I don't have an automatic dishwasher. I am my own dishwasher. Yeah, me too. Yeah, they were hiring a dishwasher, literally. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they wanted to do. But yeah, so I didn't like Miss Porter's vibe. Mm-hmm. She was not
2: fun. No, she was mean. I don't like her. She was played by Verna Felton. Do you recognize her?
0: Wow. <laughs> I know that name. What else was she on? <laughs> okay. What well, was <there's> that song? <laughs> I was just doing a little... Little vamp. Jingle. So
2: I have a couple facts about Verna. First is we just saw her in Sales Resistance. She was the housewife. Oh my who God. Lucy tried to sell the vacuum too.
0: Yeah, oh, she was tricky.
2: Mean one, she
0: was her brand is being mean. Yeah, she's yes. like
2: go-to mean woman. <laughs> but Same. Her actual career, like where she's most well-known, is from being the voice of a bunch of animated Disney movies. So really? she was the voice of the elephant in Jungle Book. Flora and Queen Leah in Sleeping Beauty. <gasps> Flora,
0: Fauna, and Mary Mother.
2: <gasps> Aunt Sarah in Lady and the Tramp. And here are the big ones. She was the voice of Queen of Hearts in Alice in Wonderland. <gasps> yes, Ooh. she was. And the Fairy Godmother in Cinderella. <laughs> Ooh. She has the range. Yeah.
1: Wow.
0: So like any like slightly heavier matronly disney characters. yes <laughs> it's kind
1: of that's what her brand. Verna, is. yeah verna is I know. everywhere the name also fits her brand so well right. yeah i wonder if that's her real name or if she changed <laughs> to verna when she gets getting cast oh
0: my daughter verna <laughs> very strong name you should she takes on the world with a name like that <laughs> i don't know i keep thinking like what are by the time we're having kids especially in la what game is it going to be popular
1: yeah toast <laughs> There's oh. someone
0: whose dog's name is Toast. Really? There, I think there's an Instagram dog named Toast, too. I keep thinking the next thing is going to be street names in Silver Lake. So there are going to be a lot of babies oh. named, like, Effie and Rowena and
1: Lucille. And oh, wait, I know a baby Effie. But it's spelled weird. I don't know who this baby is, but
0: <laughs> baby Effie makes sense in my brain. Don't know a lot about this baby. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know.
1: laughs> I've heard a lot of Atticus's.
2: Whoa. I think Atticai, de- if you will. Oh, I will. Atticai. <laughs> no. But like Effie's dream girls. Atticus is to kill a mockingbird. Mm-hmm. These are classic literature slash pop culture names. I'm going I'm to name my just- son Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> sandwich <laughs> so good <laughs> i mean you just said lucille right lucille's but Lucy. it's spelled differently Ooh. than hers it's oh. lucille with one l so do oh. you feel like it's not acceptable that mrs porter ate all of lucy's food
0: as a former nanny okay <laughs> hot take you gotta be careful <laughs> you can eat food but you sure, gotta sure. be strategic don't eat like entrees go for the snacks I don't know. Maybe they don't really have much of a snack pantry. We don't hear a lot about it. Did they snack in the 50s? I don't think they did. That's why they're also thin. The Mm. lunch
2: arrangement was not part of the initial negotiation. She was never like, and you will provide me with lunch.
0: Right. Well, she didn't really ask her any of the things. Right. Like, Lucy also didn't say that you will make me lunch. (laughs) And provide it for me Mm -hmm. in the living room. Right. (laughs) So, like... Once again, the theme, the, the moral of the story is communication failures everywhere in the show. Nobody knows how to talk to anybody.
1: And hilarity also, ensues. I want to know their definition of maid, because it's <laughs> very different from what I think of as, it, like, a mage service that comes into right. your place.
0: Yeah, it's like a housekeeper more than,
1: like, yeah, a, like a governess.
0: Yeah, like a, yeah, a
1: governess. <laughs> Chief of staff
2: for the house. So, Mrs. Porter ate the roast, which was barely a mouthful. The salad, the head of lettuce she turned into a salad all of the milk and also all of the jelly. <laughs> How?
1: She's just like she be, of jelly.
2: She be a top chef. <laughs> That's a show I would watch. Do you think the jelly was like, she dipped the roast in the jelly or something? Is I, it a mint jelly? I kind of like what she's okay, doing.
0: Yeah. Mint jelly and peanut butter sandwich. Yeah. I, I don't know. know it's a ball, but you don't know.
1: This is wacky. Maybe strawberry jelly. I feel like
2: strawberry Ooh. is a very versatile it flavor. Maybe- and then that peanut butter sandwich is just too much.
1: I love the close up of the peanut
2: really? butter sandwich.
1: It's so messy. Yeah.
0: It was like graphic. That was like a very like
1: the inserts <laughs> in like old T V are so funny. Yeah.
0: yeah. Also whoever Cut to a static yeah. chat, whoever <laughs> actually did like knife it knife it on, like spread <laughs> <laughs> it onto the sandwich has never used a knife before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also I have to be defensive of the peanut butter sandwich because I ate one every single day of like grade school and high school.
1: I still like Love peanut butter I sandwiches. Love peanut butter. I
0: don't know how I didn't die of choking on peanut butter <laughs> because it was like that was a, it was a
2: thick spread. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's what boys Whoa. say about me. <laughs> 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 Lucy's uh, physical comedy in that moment is so funny. It's literally like her jaw has been glued together and she's trying to pull it apart. Uh-huh. She it's keeps amazing. getting trapped
0: in these situations where she can't do anything.
1: I love the joke where she yeah, where she wants to say something and can't say something because she has her mouth filled with peanut
2: butter. And, and she's, she's like, I'll okay, get so you funny. another. And she's like, mm. <laughs> So funny. So um so Lucy's gotta get out of there. So she goes down to Ethel's apartment. We're in Ethel's apartment. We don't go there very often. No. And when Ethel opens the door, she says, oh, I'm so sorry. I opened the door myself or something. (laughs) She's really making fun of her. And it reminded me of, have you ever, do you ever watch that Chuck Lorre show, Sybil? I just started watching clips of it. So Christine Baranski plays this character named Marianne Thorpe and she's this rich divorcee who drinks a lot and has help and never really does anything on her own like Karen and, Walker Yeah that's why I started watching it cuz Megan Mullally referenced her as a person that she had seen already play that sort of character and it just it was just like exactly like that relationship like Ethel is like Sybil Shepherd giving Marianne so much shade about having help but like, mm-hmm. being a kept woman or whatever like so sorry I answered the door myself
0: <laughs> in my attire right, my yeah. gown.
2: in my everyday frock
0: well I like when she calls too and she's like oh the scullery maid
2: downstairs okay. let me see if I can get <laughs> her so the little of the house can talk to you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have you got some down now downstairs <laughs> maid talk to the upstairs maid
0: I really like the elaborate shade that Ethel is concocting yeah. for this whole scenario <laughs> Also, okay, not a lot of Fred in this episode. Which is fine. Mm. But when we did have Fred, he was the most fun Fred that we've seen in a while. Yeah, Yeah, at the end. He's riding high on on being a godfather.
2: Yeah. (laughs) When we're in (laughs) Ethel's apartment, she can't fire the maid. And then she's like, Ethel, will you do it? And Ethel's like, no. But in my head, I was like, Ethel could handle this. Oh, yeah. She could, but it wouldn't be a (laughs) Appropriate.
0: <laughs> I think she could just go up
2: there and be like, um, you gotta go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you have to get going. But Miss Porter, she's winning the day right now. She's totally
1: game the system. She, she stole all the food. She's such an asshole. <laughs> like, she really is. She's mean. She's yeah. She's not a nice lady.
2: Yeah, it's like, she's disrespectful. She's yeah. so, ugh, She's terrible. She also scares Ricky. That's true. Because Ricky comes in and doesn't want to fire her and... Well, he says he's going to, and then he meets Mrs. Porter, and she silences him with a look.
0: Meets is a strong word, because <laughs> no one has ever introduced some really bad manners on all sides happening here. Yeah. That's true.
2: And so the two of them decide to be on, on a little hijink themselves, and talk really loudly about how Mrs. Porter needs to go.
0: <laughs> Mrs. Porter sucks.
2: I don't know if this is going to work out about Mrs. Porter. We're going to have to fire her. <laughs> well, also, I just don't understand... Part of me was like, why wouldn't you lie? Why wouldn't you just be like, oh, we, can, we don't have any money to pay Miss. Like, Mrs. Porter wouldn't want to stick around if she thought that she That's wasn't going to get paid. Mm-hmm. That is a clever pitch.
0: They should have just said that they were broke now, especially because they owe two months of rent. Yeah, <laughs> right? And she knows that, too. Like, you could sell that as to Mrs. Porter.
2: So it didn't work, though, because Mrs. Porter was taking out the trash and the back door locked on her. Well, at least she was doing something. And then she said, it must have been quite some fight, because I could hear all that yelling. Shady. Shabam. Mm-hmm. So
0: they come up with a new hijink. Well, Ricky's not involved in this hijink. He went back to rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they come up, I was like, of course they have to do something really crazy. Otherwise, this would
2: not be an episode of I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm. Well, true. we're back in Ethel's apartment, right? To mm-hmm. come up with the hijink. It's pretty apparent what they're going to do. They're going to mess the place up. No, they're going to ruin shit. Yeah. They're going to yeah.
1: destroy things that are perfectly fine. They're going to ruin yeah. shit, and the maid's not going to clean it up. Those are the two things you know. You <laughs> know how it's going to happen. Yeah. I, I was just but like, oh. You know what's oh. going to happen. Even if the plan worked the way it
0: wanted to, she would have walked in and would have been like, no, I won't, and then Exactly. Leave and then they have a terrible mess to clean up. Yeah, and you would never be able to hire a new maid when she sees, like, what that is. Like, right. you kind of, you've played yourself. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay, so in addition to... Making all of the pictures crooked, making all of the couch cushions out of order. Lucy just had newspaper clippings that she was tossing up in the air.
0: <laughs> right, also just like a lot of garbage, like just shredded paper. paper and things thrown about. They covered the kitchen with this paste, peanut yeah. butter and molasses, and
2: <laughs> chocolate,
1: maybe
0: something, one other thing. But mm. you know what I was thinking about is because I recently rewatched The Parent Trap. <laughs> um, Which uh, one? The Lindsay Lohan version. Nice. Um, But when they're pranking each other at camp, you know when they don't like each other, one of the girls puts they put this sticky stuff all over the other girl's cabin, and then they have feathers coming down on the ceiling, so they get stuck to them. Ah. So it reminded me of that. Nancy Myers must have stolen
2: it. So the kitchen's all messed up, the living room's all messed up, and then Fred comes in and he says, "I found feather pillows." (laughs) He's like, he's. I love it when he's in on this game. Is
0: my favorite. Yeah. He is just like let's have a pillow fight, girls.
2: He just wants to be one of the gals. He wants to just be part of the fun. It's it and wasn't even girl talk. When he <laughs> first hit Ethel, I was like, oh, I don't know that I like this. But then they all got in on him. they were That's laughing, cute. and it was really cute. Because mm-hmm. when he first hits her, I was like, where is this gonna go? Like, <laughs> is he just being a creepy guy who wants a <laughs> Three pillow fight? His life.
1: <laughs> pillow talk. <laughs>
2: But then it was really funny and cute.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed that moment. Um, Can we also discuss their leisurely turbans? Yes. Low-key turban. Oh, yeah. Yes.
2: I know. Maybe that's a good idea. Yeah. An active wear turban. Yeah. So then Ricky comes home and he's like, what is going on? And they're like, well, we want Mrs. Porter to quit. And he's like, well, I called her already.
1: Mm Hmm. You
2: predicted it. I didn't predict it to happen that way. <laughs> I thought she
1: was gonna walk in and go, "Never mind," and then leave.
2: But I like the, I like that Ricky messed it up for everyone. Yeah, I think we did miss out on seeing Mrs. Porter's face, yeah. in reaction to the mess. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, I want to see the Queen the of Hearts
2: from Wonderland be like, right?
0: What? Yeah, exactly. That's what I want. Painting the roses red. Yeah. My f- thing at the end, I was like, I feel bad for whoever has to the set dress clean up set. It. Yeah. <laughs> That was a nightmare so gross the kitchen especially oh yeah yeah. nothing worse than molasses that's now been caked onto every surface right how do you scrub that off what solvent do you use you move bleach on everything (laughs) yeah move just like a lot of hot water and elbow grease right apple cider
1: vinegar that's the cure for everything It works on everything
0: I put it in my hair I clean my bathroom with it It's everything. I put it on my butt I
1: was just gonna say I clean my butt with it <laughs> do you really? Oh. No No
0: On the bull tech she gets a butt facial though <laughs> Do I need to be doing More butt care?
1: Where do you want yes. Your butt to go?
0: <laughs> yes you dress Have it a- dressed For the job <laughs> it wants I <laughs> have the job it has <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: really lost. <laughs> I think we went off the rails. <laughs> uh, and then we have uh, spiders to end it. She did do a lot of. I, we we <laughs> missed her when she Instagram. was trying to be tough. Yeah. She mm-hmm. would just do like
0: Elvis lips whenever she wanted to be like. Mm-hmm. Oh
2: yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like,
0: okay, cool, cool.
1: Yeah,
2: she was like growling.
0: Yeah, being tough.
1: Yeah. Have you discussed the lipstick placement? The yeah. Mm. Oof. I almost, I, like, wanted to try that yeah. after watching the episodes. I haven't yet. Probably will do it when I get home. But it's, like, it's overdrawing in a way that we don't overdraw today. Right. It's, like, making a weird, like, bow. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then she also has so the huge fake eyelashes also at all times. What do
1: you guys think of the episode? Did we like it? Did you like it, Daniel? I did like it, yeah. I feel like. It wasn't a believable episode. Yeah. The concept of her not being able to fire she wasn't that intimidating. No, no. And like anybody could just fire something. Also, it wasn't believable, it was fun. She yeah. just
0: pushed a baby out of her body, but she can't fire a woman <laughs> for being bad at her job. Yeah. It's hard hard to follow. Yeah. It reminded me of an episode of Golden Girls, mm. where they hire this maid, but she's so bad at her job, but no, none of the women want to fire her because they're afraid that she's going to put a curse on them because she's done, <laughs> because she, like, helped, like, Blanche with something love-related, and she, like, did something for Rose. Like, she did all this, like, kind of witchy stuff. So, they're like, shit, if we fire her, she's going to put a curse on us. <laughs> and they fight. So then, finally, one of them bucks up and fires her. And then all these bad things start happening to them, and they're like, my god she actually did put a curse That's on so us so good and then they tried to rehire her and she was like i am not a witch first of all <laughs> that is just purely coincidence and also i'm bad at my job because i'm trying to be a lawyer and i'm going to law school at night so i'm so tired i'm <laughs> like oh, okay we're cool um we're not gonna rehire you again but bye <laughs> that common thing where you mistake a lawyer for a witch mm. oh, i know <laughs> Very common.
1: i love that television trope yeah it's my favorite that's what happens when women join the workplace. They're witches. <laughs> it's
0: like, witches get stuff done. <laughs> Sabrina, the teenage public defender. <laughs> like, I watched <push> that crossover.
2: <laughs> I thought it was an interesting choice for an episode to because they're being billed as kind of you know working class, and hiring a maid is a little upper class, you know.
0: Yeah, a, a, an interesting class commentary. Yeah, especially when we know that the is definitely can't afford a maid,
2: right? It's not even, like, they live in an apartment. It's not that they have some big house. Like, maybe when they move to the house in Connecticut in a couple of seasons, then it's more believable. But to hire a maid for just, like you said, a three-room apartment. Every
1: day. Yeah. Like,
2: a, like six days a week. practically
1: living there. Yeah. She's just not sleeping there.
0: Well, she seemed, this girl seems like she was taking naps. She was saying. <laughs> That's
2: true. I think it'd be nice to have a, to have Lucy have some help, like a childcare, uh, you know,
0: it was fun to see her with, like, little Ricky, mm-hmm. her hanging out over the crib. No, mm-hmm. oh, I want to see Ricky interact with the baby, because we did not see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's your job. It's nighttime.
2: <laughs> I, I know. I, yeah, I'm surprised Ricky is so bothered by the baby's sleep schedule, because he, like, always gets home at 3 a.m. Right? Yeah. He's
0: like, always at the club. He's basically like a grown up baby. <laughs> <laughs> he's a baby with big suits. Maybe he feels <laughs> intimidated and he's like, I should be the only thing waking Lucy up at night. Oh, yeah. oh
2: Allison, you're working blue. <laughs> they did
0: push the bets together, so. Naughty, naughty. It's true. <laughs> Danielle, thank you for joining us. Uh, How thanks can for our fans follow me. you?
1: Uh, oh, I rarely post on Instagram at T Rex Princess. I also rarely post on Twitter. Same handle. There you go.
0: Where can our fans find us, Allison?
2: <sighs> I thought you'd never ask, Molly. <laughs> our fans can follow us at We Love Lucy Podcast on Instagram, at We Love Lucy Pod on Twitter.
0: If you can send any thoughts or feelings to our email at We Love at Facebook, of course, We Love Lucy Podcast. Stay clean, Lucy's. <laughs>